I came here just to figure out who are the ladies amongst you. The ladies? Yeah. I said ladies and gentlemen, so. It's 2009. Can be, yeah. yeah. So he used to be. Did I send you that picture? He used to be called Adam. Did I send you that picture? See, if we start at a very low place in conversation, we'll get somewhere. That's how it works. It's either you or my dad. Basically, so he has a. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen. I'm glad to see you're a Spurs fan. Right. Never. Oh, you get sued for saying hello to someone in the wrong way. You see that? You get sued for being a Spurs fan. Yeah, it's true. Aaron, you're getting a suit. Now identifying you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got soups. We've got the same. Exactly. Yeah. Say one. There should be two. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. No, no, Rabbi, in the Bay. You used to have a job. Yeah, you used to have a job in the Bay. Where will? Turn into a nerfie. Alright, go, go, go. Keep the boys up from 12 till 4. Thank God, first things first. Sorry about, I'm in your video. Sorry, Tommy. No, no, it's alright. You have to give, you're a good looking dude. Are you doing a live No, not live stream. You have to give, I'm not doing all that kind of stuff on this trip. I'm just keeping it chilled. I'm obligated to give a little bit of credit to the where credit's due as he used to say back in the day where the credit's due due no due yeah thank you man so what's credit due credit due is to ari and to nuhi because definitely they're the elders amongst us yeah i'm not going to ask them how old they are now but we definitely had a relationship i remember meeting ari a long time ago when it was a small little center Actually, was actually bigger actually then, but uh, <laughs> sorry to bring that up. But it, <laughs> it was like this big place, clubhouse, club girls, club this, club that. It was very impressive, and Ari, thank God, is a role model for me because he's someone who has persisted in the most important part of the Jewish people, which is you guys. That's that's that is respect. Respect is due, because. The young men, teenagers of our generation is where the biggest, biggest battleground is for all of us, including myself. And I was the midnight rabbi, so I know it. I mean, was, maybe I still am. But the concept of being a young guy in this generation, being a teenager, you know, like respect to you guys, you're the soldiers of our generation. You know, when I was a teenager, it was like, you know, you go to like a, a video store and the worst you could do is be a, get away with pretending to be 18 and get a, you know a porno or something that was about as best best as you could get now it's like i don't need to go to any store i don't need to pretend anything it's like it's i could do whatever i want whenever i want however i want and there's no one going to stop me and no one's going to know and everyone even if they know i don't even care so it's like a generation where it's like within the short my short lifetime Things that were like difficult to do are, you know, in your face, whether you want it or not. So, when you're a guy in this generation, I'm being very frank with everybody, yeah. If you know what Frank, you know who Frank is, good guy, Frank Bruno. But I'm um, being very straight, yeah. I'm being very straight because being straight's unusual. So, um, 
Got a bit for you, bro. Got a hat, bro. That was a good joke. Oh, we're straight from usual. Yeah. So, I'm going to try not get too bent off course, if you know what I mean. So, Wow, I really lost all my Change. political correctness. Change. I'm like, I'm fired already, you know? No more rabbi job. So, <laughs> and now you know why the rabbis don't employ me, you know, you get, you get the point, yeah. So that's why Ari asked me to come, actually, funny enough. No, but the, really what it comes, comes down to, when you have a place like Rabbi Lehman and Rabbi Chizuk, we have to give them respect, seriously, because, and Rabbi Lolu and, no, really, these guys are doing what you know you guys need, and what I need is we need you guys to succeed. That's what it's about. Like seriously, let's get down to like goals here, including our friend who's been around a while, but longer than some of you guys. We all need to succeed in life, and what does it mean to succeed? Like, how do we define success? You know, pass on your knowledge to the youngest. What's your name? Mr. Boyer is saying, passing our knowledge on to the next generation. So I do have a whole brand I'm busy with called Amuna is Our Future. The future is very important, like children, education, the next generation. But uh, there's another way of looking at it, which I agree with you, by the way, but I just it's good to think of other ways also. A rabbi once said very cleverly, his name's actually Zachariah Wallerstein, and he said once said in his class, I think you hosted him one time? No, I'm sure you have. So he once said this idea like, when does it stop? It's always about the next generation. Like, what about this generation? What about me? What about the father now, not the next generation? Like, where's this idea? Oh, oh it's, I'm doing it for my child. I'm doing it for him. But like, what about you? You know, that's a big principle that we have to remember that, you know, it's important about the next generation, but really it starts here. It starts now. It starts with you. The next generation don't come for not for you guys, you know? Like, you are building the next generation. So really, it comes down back to you. It's not just about your children. So we've got to take responsibility for where we're at right now, who we are right now, and, and make a plan a little bit how we're going to succeed, how we're going to have a good life. You know, so one of the things I'm very into talking about is being effective living, you know, like using your time in this world effectively. And the world is all about not using your time effectively. Like, you can literally binge Netflix endlessly. I mean, back in the day when I was in, in the Bay, like the Bay days, remember, they, it was like a big deal. A guy would have a laptop. Just picture it, how it used to be in the old days. And this is not so long ago. He'd have a laptop and he'd have a drive. And he's like, you know, Ich bin he was like a guy, yeah, from a Chassidish neighborhood. And suddenly he's in the Bay somehow he got there. He managed to crash enough cars, like, and when I mean cars, it was his father's car. And he was father was like the Rosh Shiva of like the biggest Rosh Shiva in America. And he did it on Friday night in front of all the guests into the house. Yeah. So he that's how he made his that's how he made his way into the bay. Yeah. So that was his like, you know, entrance, you know, like he had to do something really crazy. On drugs as well and alcohol and a few other things. With a girl or next to him. No, I'm joking. That that part I don't know. But who was next to him, I don't know. But he did that that did happen. So, even now So he's yeah, I I agree. You haven't met my father, but I agree. Yeah, he's the same kind of guy. So, 
I never touch Marla's car. I wouldn't touch my dad. No, I, mean, I can. Well. I was scared. And I'm, I'm like coming up to 40 and he still never let me drive in his car. Well, so we had my older brother, my older brother driving. But I mean, this guy was not allowed to drive his father's car and it was Shabbat and it was a Rosh Hashiva and everyone saw it and he was underage. Like, everything was going wrong at this moment. So, Oh, I was known as the Midnight Shall Rabbi. I, truth is, I just wanted to see Nookie once in a while. That was really what it came down to. But Nookie, what were you doing in the bed? <laughs> 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 Nookie, you grew up in South Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, leave Nookie alone, poor guy. Nookie looks like. So now look, this guy's sitting there. He's got his laptop. This Hasidic guy. I mean, we actually this guy happened to be was more yeshivish, but he was sitting next to the Hasidic guy who gave him the drive. And it was this drive had every single movie up until 2004 or whatever, whatever it was, 2008. When was it? 2009, I don't even remember anymore. It was about 10 years ago, so about 2009, let's say. Had everything at Barak Chef, that was Netzach already. So, he was in the Vey. Oh, he was a t- student. Yeah. He was in Kesha. Right? Benji Eisen. Yeah, I want to talk about Benji also. I miss Benji. Oh, good old Gingy Spurs fan. So, uh, anyway, so we got we got to Neve days, and he's sitting there with the laptop, with the drive. Remember those things, drives? You know, now you have clouds and whatever, but the drives, yeah. Like, and I, clouds can be for other reasons also, but you know, hot, hot box kind of clouds. But he's sitting there with the with the drive, yeah. And the worst thing is, it's coming out of the machines. That's what freaks me out now. Everyone's smoking these machines. I mean, are you crazy? I was with my boys last night, and you know, they're like in their also late 30s, and they're asking me, you know, Ellie, you want to talk? I'm like, what? what are you talking about? He says, yeah, this is like, you know, you know, the the e cigs, but like with the weed. Yeah. yeah. And my boys, the other boys, are like, oh wow, this is good, man. And I'm like. I'm married, I've got kids, you know, I meant to be like a respectful guy, you know, I'd ruined that already by the way I've spoken, but I meant to be a respectful guy, you know, like, so, you know, I've I got to like maintain, like I've been clean 20 over 20 years, thank God, like I think I'm going to continue, thank you bro, so I didn't take it, but the point is, back to the, the laptop and the drives, we don't have that anymore, and now it's Netflix, you can binge it Netflix, like, honestly, I'll be straight with you guys, I went onto Netflix, yeah, Honestly, my own house, holy home, rabbi, all this stuff. Went onto Netflix, got addicted to suits. And everyone's watched suits, got addicted to suits. I literally wasted a month of my life. I, as soon as they asked me for money, I said, no way, because I'm Jewish. Yeah? That's what they asked me, why won't you pay? I said, I'm Jewish. I said, I've got another credit card, I'm going to go use it. I did, I really wrote that, I'm Jewish. So now you know why they're anti-Semitic, because they got the real answer finally. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't sign up. And I bet the main reason was because I literally wasted a month. And plus, once Mike, who everyone knows who Mike is in suits, once he left the show, I was like, I know, it's just not suits. It's not the same, no. I know. So I couldn't be bothered, he knows. I couldn't be bothered with it anymore. But really, what I'm getting at is I literally wasted a month for life. So wasting time is the key of this generation. This is the key to not life, not a real life. And this is the biggest challenge. Like, I made this whole concept of living effective. And I said, what is the biggest way serving other gods or, you know, being distracted, what we're being like pulled away from what real Judaism is, is distractions and wasting time. 
I mean, there's a famous actor, I'm a bit dating myself here, but it's a good line. Woody Allen said it. You know, you had Shia's Taub, he quotes this quote. Yeah, he's a good rabbi, Shia's Taub. If you ever have anything, like, real burning question, write him a letter, send him an email. I've met him a few times, very special rabbi. He, I read his article every week with my wife in Ami. What's the letter? It's a life-changing. Yeah, I mean, email, whatever. Sorry, text him, WhatsApp him, you know. I don't think he has a Snapchat, uh, whatever it's called, a Snapchat, or Stitcher, or any of that stuff, but Instagram, I don't think he's there also. Twitter, tweet, tweet, you nah, leave that to Trump. So now, what happens here yeah, is, I'm, I'm thinking about this whole thing, this concept with Shystaub, and what does Woody Allen say? Woody Allen, good quote. He said, God is a distraction. Now, he got it a little bit wrong, because it's actually, we're distracted from God, but actually got it right, because the Shystaub quotes, it must be got it right, I think we'll quote it. But the idea of what does it mean God is a distraction? Because we the Torah is so powerful that um, obviously God brought the Torah to the Jews. There's a rabbi here. Okay, so now the idea of that deep connection that Torah like distracts us from the world, that's a positive way of understanding it. But then there's also the other way of understanding that connection with God is really what it's all about. Like I just spoke in uh, Rabbi Tawil's program. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. The whole point. <laughs> no, it's exactly what I spoke about. And that whole thing of like blowing your nose of just like, like really loudly in the middle of a class. It was like all about connection and focus and relationship. And that's like everything the world isn't. Yeah, exactly. Everything, good job. Everything the world isn't is, is, is not you're just disconnected like you're just not you're not in it so like i'll give you an example yeah there's nothing worse for a woman i mean you guys know what women are yeah no, i'm not no, talking no. to the cedar kids it here, right? they're straight uh, well, straight <laughs> no, we got some good ideas no a woman wants connection she the worst thing you can do is say here take my credit card discipline no, truth is they love that but the the, the Honestly, though, the real, a real woman, a woman who honestly is in touch with it, the kind of woman you really want to marry, not someone who's just going to spend all your money, yeah? A woman who's actually going to... They both do it. They do that anyway, but the point is at least, at least there should be some, like, purpose to it. So, well, just spending the money. So, what, what you want is you want a relationship, and that's what she really wants, much more than you, honestly, yeah? Like the famous joke by uh, Y.Y. Jacobson, another good guy. Got to bring your broom here? Yeah, he came. Didn't come, got to bring Y.Y. Jacobson here. His top speaker, not this second class hat going on over here right now, but a real speaker. Yeah, he, he, he says like a good joke. He says like this, you have you have a guy going out with a girl. You know what, I'm not like scaring you. Yeah, I'm not like, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know. I'm not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, man. Didn't mean to embarrass you. Seriously, I'll ask so you're talking about straight in bed. So now, so like the guy, so the guy and the girl going out, and who's doing all the listening? Good, good job, good job, Lolly. The girl's doing all the listening, yeah. Because guys like to, you know, you know, man, I'm talking big, and the girl's like, wow, wow, well, yeah. Yeah. And then you get married, yeah? And who does all the listening? <laughs> we well, pretend you're doing the listening, but supposedly, yeah? Now, what happens then? They've been married a while. I've been married almost 18 years. Respect. How long? Harry, how long? Even more respect. Nuki. Respect. Oh, come on. We're, we're like achievers here. That in itself. How long? 
coming up to 14 or 15. Well, that in itself, <laughs> in this generation, <laughs> your wife, right? <laughs> that is like an achievement. 28 years. Exactly. Now, who's doing all the listening now, married guys? You're doing the, she's doing no, Are you actually doing no, no, the listening? This is why I don't think I'm getting married. I don't think I'm listening. Who's doing all the listening? It's true. But who's doing all the listening? You. No, 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 no. no. Good, almost. No, Who's doing listening? Kids, no, usually, listening. kids are usually doing a runner at that point. Who's doing a listening? Who? The neighbours. Come on. You don't. I, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. I know, thick walls, and you know, and I'm in Israel with thick walls. But you go to camps, or you, once in a while you actually encounter another human being outside in the other building, no? It does happen. So in Israel they hear everything, it's crazy. Yeah? So you've got to make sure your neighbours are somewhat normal, otherwise you don't sleep much, you know. Everyone shouts, yeah. I live with like offshore and Ovi. So, but the idea is there's meant to be this relationship, there's meant to be this like connection where they actually are listening to someone. So. I know myself, and you know, honestly, like, we're going to get down to, like, something a bit serious. Elul, Rosh Hashanah, this whole, like, heavy thing coming up, Yom Kippur. So, I tell you one thing, I tell it to the guys tonight, Rabbi to Will. you know, I, hope, I think they got it. I think, you know, I felt like I was listened to, and it was a good feeling, and that's the point I'm saying. When you're really listened to, like, all of you have your thing. Like, when someone you meet, like, say, Ari, or someone who actually really listens, not like these pretending people, but people that actually listen and care, like they're genuine, that's why they're such you know, special people, they actually care, they're genuine, and you guys probably are also, I don't know you guys yet, but imagine, like you seem like you're listening, so like you really want to listen, like you really want to hear the voice of that other person that's going through that thing, or going through that struggle and that moment, that is what Shem's doing during, like the show is there just to like signify like, you know, not that you're deaf, but like the idea that you're, you're actually being listened to and he's listening and it's a relationship, something's <laughs> happening over there. It's not, you know, it's this This is a real live, you know, event going on. Like there's chauffeurs, you know, like you go, I don't know if you guys go to things like Tomorrowland, I hope you don't, yeah? But like that kind of crazy rave, like DJs, like everything, fire, lights, that's really what's happening in Judaism. That for me was the only way I'd be through. If it was a bunch of boring old men going like this and, you know, and all these covered up people and crazy machines. I would not have chosen this path, trust me. I, I was in the top of that world and I didn't need this. I chose this path because I saw like the Tomorrowland, but in Olam Haba style, like Judaism live, energized, like power, energy, people who are like on fire, it's real, it's, it's, it affects you on the deepest level. Like this is like, powerful impactful it takes over your like whole being so that was like the judaism i was looking for and if i would have been this boring stuff that i grew up with in united or whatever it was not putting them down but that's what my my experience was as a kid yeah so i, I for me it was like this is the most like unspiritual thing i've ever seen in my life i'm gonna go like, to india or something you know and i didn't end up going to india i'll tell you what happened i went to a store before i got to india i went to a store in camden and I was looking for every other religion other than Judaism. Obviously, like I said, it was like boring. So I'm looking around and I see this book in the middle of this store, spirituality, you know, self-help books. You know, this was in the 90s. It was a little bit less, but it was all that whole still industry was still growing and every other religion, you know, Buddhism and Islam and, you know, and all the different spiritualities, like this Celestine prophecy. I don't know if you ever heard of this stuff and like, all this like, you know, aura light stuff. And nowadays, mindfulness, you know, all this stuff that's out there. And I walked into this store and I saw a book 
Jewish Meditation by Arya Kaplan. I didn't know who he was, never heard of any rabbis, and it meant nothing to me. But I, I went in, bought it, because I could, it can't be there's something spiritual in Judaism. That I never heard about. Never, no, no one ever communicated. There was, you know, my father for sure not. Like, no one ever talked about spiritual Judaism, especially not the reformed rabbi, you know. He, he looked a bit like the Dark Emperor, so it was more like, no, he looked seriously, but the one who permitted me was standing there like, you know, Ellie, you stay with the dark side, like literally, and I was like, I'm getting out of here. So this is like, this is messed up, you know? <clears throat> Anyway, so, um, and I did get out of there. I had nothing to do with Judaism for like a bunch of years. So I bought it and I went to university and I read it, honestly, from cover to cover. And I actually thought about what it was writing and I was like, no way. Judaism is spiritual. I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to Sfat, Judaism is spiritual. I went to the Kotel, Judaism is spiritual. Like, wow. Like we, and I don't mean like pretend spiritual, like real, like life, like energy, like power, all the dyna dynamics you're looking for, you know, on a high or whatever you imagine's out there. It was in Judaism. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was like a whole big switcheroo. Like what? Me being Jewish is actually relevant and there's something like authentic and powerful here. You know, like I can actually have a real relationship with a woman and not just a one night stand. I can have like a real relationship with God and it's not like gonna mean I'm like part of some cult and they're gonna like own my bank account. Like this is actually legit. You know, like it was like a real mind changer because I met a lot of people claiming and they were pointing to themselves, but like now I actually met the real thing, like God himself, like not talk to me like a prophet, but it was like, this is real, This something's happening here. So that is what I would suggest, like on a simple level for each of us on a real way, for a little moment, if we can do it, squeeze it out during these special days coming up. It's just try, allow yourself. It's really to do with you, nobody else. No, not to do with Ari, not to do with me, not to do with your mom, your dad, your, your brother or the teacher that would, who knows did what. Like, it, seriously, it's not, it's not to do with anybody. This is between you and your soul, and God, can you have a, an intimate moment? Seriously. So yeah. no, I like that. That was a good reaction. Can you have that intimate moment where that experience is not there? Can you have that moment where you are actually, you know what? I'm actually going to talk to you, God. I'm actually going to face you for one minute. You know what? All this standing in shul, I know there's loads of words I need to say and all this stuff, but I'm actually going to think about you're the king and I'm gonna crown you on my life. You know what, you actually knew what you were doing better than I did. And you know what, I'm actually gonna have a relationship with you this year. You know what, I'm actually gonna accept your will for five seconds. Maybe I wanna go back to everything else afterwards, but I'm not gonna be distracted for this minute. I'm gonna be focused, and I'm gonna have a relationship with you for a little minute. And that, if you could do that for that one minute, even if it's one minute, literally, or less even, could even mean less, you know? Because things are moving quick now. You know, I was saying to the guys tonight, Robert's Will, if you go to a, watch a movie from 20 years ago, or even more, they had, like, the further back you go, they had long movie scenes. You guys don't know about this, because you probably haven't watched, unless you've watched old movies. I grew up watching old movies, because I loved, especially black and white, they're the best. But, like, they actually had moments where you were actually just looking at the guy, like, feeling emotion, and it was slow, and it was a process, and there was a, a, an experience. Now it's like, you go watch a movie, especially the action ones, they're the worst, but it's just like, like every, every preview, every, everything's like, just like, like sugar, like ADHD, like hyper, sugar hyper, like it's like, and like, you know, you can't even like, pause for a second to like even like 
feel anything, think anything. It's just like, Bleh! and that's like, that's like how we're getting like impacted by our phones and everything. I'm including myself. Like I'm, I'm, I'm running a social media site, like hundreds of thousands of followers. And, and I've got it on my head. Even one now I'm in Israel and you know, like it's, it's like nuts. Cause there's hundreds of thousands of people that, and they want to get hold of you. You'd like the guy managing the site and they want to this and they want that. And other people want to use the site and they want to, and you're like, Aah! you start going mad. And like, you know, I'm also booking artists, you know, cause in Israel you got to hustle. So booking artists and then like listen black and I got this guy and this musician that musician in this place and they want to make a show Zusha was hitting me up I need a venue for for you know for this circus and I, this was just now and a few hours ago speaking to the manager Zusha is a well-known Jewish band and I'm helping them out and, and everyone's like hitting you up you know Ari like we're trying to talk about coming here tonight but that's like within 50 other things going on yeah forget about having kids and blah, 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 blah. you're going like you're going like out your head off your head so now you're standing Rosh Hashanah and you say shut up all right no more phones, just give me a break, please. I need to be a human being for one minute. Yes, I came into this world. I'm not uh, I'm not a phone. This phone does not own my life as much as it wants to. I'm a human being. Uh, I, you know, I even have feelings, you know, like I actually care about something. And, you know, I don't have to answer you. Leave me alone. And you can have a little bit of separation. It might feel a little bit anxious for a moment, but just take a break, you know, like just give me a break from this, this like manipulation going down here. And let me just like be a person for a minute. And I can stand Rosh Hashanah or Shabbat or any other time where you disconnect to reconnect. And I can just block off these distractions, just have a moment with God, a moment with my soul, a real moment in time. And I'm telling you like for, as a husband like, and a father, when you do that, it's amazing. You actually start to live for a minute. And your children are like, wait a minute, where's the phone? They're like waiting for you to like, you know, to go like this in front of their face. You know, like, take the phone and go, get out of my face. I'm busy, you know, more important than you. I'd like to just say to them, you know what, this phone, I'm, you're more important. And they're like, really? You actually really think I'm more important than the phone? Prove it. You like start like having withdrawals and try, they're like, Daddy, you're all right. You know, like, no, I don't need them. There's someone trying to get hold of me. I'm like, but I'm here for you. I want to go play football. Let's play football. And you're like, yeah, okay. You know, like the phone's like in your pocket. And so on. And like, but you know, to just say, F, you know, phone, leave me alone. Seriously. No, just leave me alone. I want to talk to you, God. I want to talk to you, friend. I want to be actually in your room. Like, you are a bunch of teenagers now who are actually sitting here and listening. And you're not like, I'd be, I, I, one of the reasons why I get up being a rabbi, and I forgive me, God, but I did. Right? In terms of like, you know, doing it as a job in yeshiva with a Gemara Shir and a Musa Shir and all this stuff that rabbis do. And I stopped doing it because I watched the generation like get more, like more and more into this. And, I, and the yeshivas weren't able to really, in this yeshiva, keep the phones out of the room. And I was literally just messaging them the whole shit. That was my shit. I was like, come on, guys, where are you? You know, Facebooking and getting them finding them there, WhatsApping, and like, come on, guys, you need to. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not teaching anything. I'm not doing it. I'm not even talking to the guy because the guy, he's completely gone somewhere else. Like, I walked into the room at night and they'd be like lying there, like with the phone, like asleep with the phone in their hand. I'd be like, come no, on. You know, like, you know, this is nuts. You know, like, and I was just thinking to myself, like, am, am I wasting my time? You know, because I want to, you know, I also need to support my family. I've got other things to do. So what's the answer? I wasn't, one, it's never a waste of time. But two, Ari, Nuki, they haven't given up. Yeah? They haven't given up on you. They haven't given up on me. They let me come here. I don't know why, but they let me come here. Yeah? So the point is, 
No, but the point is because there's a there's a point to this whole discussion that we're having right now. Because you know, I'm not just talking to myself. I hope that we're we're actually like remembering that Rosh Hashanah, Yom Zichron, Hashem is saying, you know, each one of us. I don't know all your names yet, but each one, each person, you're important. I'm making you another year of life. I'm looking at you, and you know what? I'm going to take the best moment you have in Rosh Hashanah. The best moment you have on Yom Kippur, and the best moment on Shana Rabbah, and the best moment on Hanukkah, and all these special times in the year, and that's how I'm going to remember you, that's how I'm going to make this new year to come, because he loves us that much, that's how he does it. He doesn't take the moment where you're outside half the time, and not interested, and you're bored, you don't want to, suddenly you just have this good moment, and you're like, wait a minute, I actually feel connected, I actually feel a little bit spiritual for a minute, yeah, I feel like there's some something happening here. I'm having a moment of connection and you shouldn't think too much into it just allow it to be that's a very important rule in mindfulness nowadays you should allow yourself to just be in that moment and just appreciate a moment of freedom from all the noise and enjoy it and be blessed with that merit that you touched your soul you had a moment of connection you should be blessed please go with a beautiful year and i can't wait to see you all next time thank you for inviting me I appreciate it.